Hey guys, welcome back to another epi. <laughs> I hope you tuned in to Love is Love Part 1. If you haven't, click out of this right now and listen to it, okay? It honestly is super insightful and it only gets better here in Part 2. We're basically just wrapping up the whole conversation. So we're just going to take it away here with our continuation of our last conversation and enjoy! <laughs> The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Are you serious right now? Relationship in a marriage, because if there's something that the other person is like, I don't feeling, I really don't like that about this, mm-hmm. or I hate when you do that, or I don't really appreciate how you talk to me in this manner. Like having those conversations, which are not easy to have mm-hmm. in the to begin with, but then you add it to someone you're married to or you're in a really you know, you're in a committed relationship to. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's hard to not get your feelings hurt, but you also have to realize it's like, they're telling me this because they love me. They're mm-hmm. not telling me this to be a dick. Right. Like, yeah. like there's there's love behind it and they want to see you become a better person rather than like, the same ain't girl, this right. ain't gonna work, you know? Tension comes in, even potential breakups and failure marriages, like, that's not how you talk to each other. In fact, if you guys can give advice on this, the best way to talk to someone, at least what I've learned, is I kind of like to take a, you know, a breather and think about, like, what is actually the issue, and then I'm like, all right, hey, I just want to let you know what you said annoyed me, I didn't like what you said, A, B, C, um, just want to let you know ahead of time, maybe next time you can say this. I don't know how you guys kind of deal with it, if you can give advice, that'd be great. Yeah, I agree about, like, sitting back and thinking about it, because I'm like, there's something that maybe Alex will do, and I'm just like, can he not do this? And then, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to say something, but then, like, I wait, and I'm like, okay, I'm just being a dick. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> like, I'm just getting annoyed too easily. So, like, 90% of the time, it's just me being impatient. And, and uptight. That, yeah, and <laughs> yeah. I, I really, it's, I'm like, Alex needs to stop doing this, but then I'm like, okay, I need to work on my patience. I'm the one being mm-hmm. the issue here. Because <laughs> it's not always going to be the other person that's mm-hmm. doing something wrong. Right. I think, I mean, yeah, I definitely agree with that. But I think also within that, sometimes you just got to admit you're wrong. Oh, yes. You know? I was hoping one of you guys would say that. I wanted to give it that way. And it it probably means something that it wasn't coming from me. (laughs) (laughs) I think, think, you know, the ability to sit there and say, you are correct. I am in the wrong with this. Mm -hmm. How do we work together to fix this issue? Mm -hmm. Because if you are not able to admit that you're doing something that is wrong or is insulting or annoying or whatever that may be, whatever that situation is, there's a reason why your significant other is taking the time to be like, something's not right here. You need to fix it. Right. And you're like, well, that's not, I'm not doing that. That's, yeah. I, that's, you're wrong. No, you're probably the one who's wrong and yeah. you should probably figure out what you're doing that is causing your significant other to feel a certain way. Yeah. Also, we don't do this personally, but I like nowadays I hear people who are married, they're they're older, but you know, they're all like in couples therapy or whatever. Oh my gosh. And I think I think therapy by yourself is definitely important. Like but I, I don't think there's anything wrong with having therapy as a couple. Mm-hmm. I mean, we would probably do it if we had the money, we but it. we broke, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, there, there isn't anything wrong with 
maybe even going outside of your relationship to like a close friend and being like, can I have your opinion on this? Yeah. yeah. Um, and that I know I have trouble reaching out to people. So I would say if you have an issue, you know, sometimes you need to like talk to your friend and be like, okay, this another, is what's annoying me. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to tell everything to your partner. Like, yeah. And you just also make, sorry, I'm going to cut you off real quick. And it's, I think I kind of want to jump in while you're on that topic, but I think you also need to figure out, is this really worth bringing up to the table? Because if this is just going to ruin or just cause more problems, there's no reason to, which is also why I like what we said that sitting back and thinking about and evaluating what's going on is important, but go on what you're saying. I was going to just say, and then sometimes you just need someone else's perspective to be like, I don't think the other person is wrong. I think you're wrong. Yeah. Because sometimes you can misconstrue a situation mm-hmm. or you missed something in the in that exchange and that third person who wasn't there is like, um, yeah, I don't think, I think both of you are wrong or yeah. you're actually the one who was wrong. I think you guys mm-hmm. just, like, I think, you know, having that person who's going to be like the voice of reason per se, it's like, because mm-hmm. there's also that person's like, why are you making such a big deal out of that? Right. Like, yeah. if, if you don't like where they play something, just move it. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a, it doesn't have to be as big as a, um, let's have a conversation right now because I don't like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're being annoying. Yeah. Re- in reality, that could have been, like, solved by just stepping back, mm-hmm. thinking mm-hmm. about it. If you're not sure, ask somebody else about it, not necessarily with specifics. Mm-hmm. And that person's like, yeah, you don't need to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm in theme here is communication. Yes. Absolutely. I wanted to bring back what you were saying earlier, Alex. I think what really stood out to me about kind of the blaming game, I always tell myself, I will always take blame on my own actions, but I will never take blame on someone else's. So, And I know some people and there are some girls or some guys that do this and they are like, okay, you know what? Yes, I'm, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. But they're only doing it to shut the other person up. I'm personally, I'm not like, no, that's not, that's not how you do it. Because in that day, I will say, hey, look, I'm sorry. I did this. I did this. I did this. But I'm not sorry that you did this. Um, until you can kind of figure out what you did wrong, then we can talk and we can come into a mutual agreement and figure things out. Other than that, I'm like, I will always apologize on my end. If you say right. something that I did wrong, I'm going to sit back and realize and I'm be like, oh, wait, you you know, I, I, I don't see it, but I, I can see where it's coming from on your end. And I'm right. honestly so sorry that made you feel that way. What can I do to change myself? Another thing that you mentioned, Alex, that I really liked was, um, if I remember correctly. Oh, God, you guys said so, so many good things. I can't remember. I should have wrote this down. No, yeah, we, we, we have been saying a lot. I, I hope I'm I was worried before this episode, like. Because we, we made a list of things that we would probably, like, bring up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, this shit is so long. I hope we don't <laughs> take this episode. I might have to cut this episode in, like, half. Because yeah. if it's I long think... and it's good, I mean, like, content, baby, content. What's up? <laughs> I mean, I think, but these conversations, I find it crazy because when I talk to younger people, I talk to people that are only in high school and are getting into college, they don't, they don't talk about these things. Or if they do, it's so I hate to say it, immature. Like, so yeah. immature, they don't understand. They're like, oh, it's his fault. He's wrong. Most girls are like, guys are always wrong. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I find that even people our age are, you know, really not mature. Mm-hmm. And it, it's kind of, because I, I look at my friends and, like, a lot of them are a couple years older than me. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's got to be for a reason. Yeah. 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 I think for me, like, even... 
I don't deal with bullshit very well. Like, I don't appreciate when people are trying to pull the wool over my eyes, as it were, because mm-hmm. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> like, and I think that's another thing that people forget in relationships is your partner is not an idiot. Oh my god, well, yes. They can be. <laughs> they can, I mean, they can be a little slow sometimes, but they're not an idiot. Yeah, like, you don't tr- treat them with, like you guys mentioned, treat them with respect, and if you want to teach them something, teach them in a way that doesn't make them feel stupid. You right, know, and it's also, you know, there's... You, I, th- I think well, one of the younger, what a lot of the younger generation does now is because they have such easy access to social media, they immediately pop off on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, whatever the current trend is. Older you. <laughs> I forgot the name of it, sorry. Um, I'm old enough to do that. Um, but I think people are so quick to write that tweet. I mean, we have a... I mean, we have a president who does the same thing, but mm-hmm. we have people who pop on, pop off on Twitter, and then subtweet, sub-tweet people, and you know whatever, um, and are just plain mean. And then they they don't realize that not only does could that person see what they're do what they're saying about them and can hurt them emotionally as a person. They're forgetting that. Well, you got to keep some stuff personal too, right? right. But, I mean, but like, what they're forgetting is there's always more to a story than what they're seeing. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's why, like, in a conversation with somebody, take the blame for yourself, but also ask what specifically was the reason why that person was upset with you, right? Because you can have a conversation and be like, "I really hate when you do when when you leave the dishes in the sink." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, are we talking about one dish or are we talking about three <laughs> dishes? Like, yeah. you know, leaving a water glass in the, in the sink is not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But if, you know, you make dinner and you just leave the dishes in the sink, that that's a whole other thing. But it's kind of being, if you are going to bring something up that is bothering you, you need to kind of have some examples because... Right. Sometimes a person's not even aware that they're doing something that is annoying or yeah. angering or anything like that. So yeah, I think sometimes having maybe an example or two without being like snarky about it mm-hmm. can help. Yeah, everyone's in their own little head. So it's kind of like when someone pops up on you, the first thing you're thinking is like, oh, you're already finding reasons to blame them. And that's a, that's a right. huge issue in our generation. And one thing I really like that you said was about the social media a lot of people in our generation, I haven't really seen people actually communicate in person with their issues, so I'm really excited to see how that happens when people get out of the social media world. But yeah, people tend to use their social media as an advantage and actually use it in a very negative way. And yeah. that also gears towards where their com- lack of communication when they actually have communication and talk about their issues with someone in person because they are always doing it the wrong way. So if you learn how to communicate the right way in person and talk about the things and issues that you are not fond of or just uncomforting topics that you don't like and you can address it in a way where it's uh, feasible for both people, I think then when you go on social media, nothing really triggers you. Like you know how to attack situations. So our generation, we just don't know how to communicate with each other well. And to the point where we're so stuck up and we think, oh, I'm always right, you're always wrong type of mentality. We don't right. realize how 
hurtful that can be to someone. We and that's how we lose partners too because people start thinking like, oh, they never cared for me. All it was always about them. It was always their fault rather than you never sat in my position. Like when I have issues, whether it's a friend, my especially my parents because. I actually have an episode coming up. It's called Strict Parents. I'm going to give you guys a tea real quick. But I have very strict parents. And communication is very, very key with us. And I think because my generations are ba- – my not generation. My parents are baby boomers. Our generation compared to theirs are so different. Like the values very are different. so different. Um, so I actually do fight with my parents a lot. And when I mean a lot, like I, I can't even lie about this. I probably fight with them every single day. Um, and it's so bad because I, I love them to death and I get where they're coming from, but because they have high values of certain things, it's hard to understand where they're coming from. It's hard for them to understand where I'm coming from. So my example to kind of make sense, I have to sit in their parent perspective in a baby boomer situation, why they feel the way they feel. And let me tell you, that is so hard because I have to act like oh, yeah. 30, I have to act like a a 50-year-old, a 60-year-old, and I have to wonder, okay, if I'm a dad, if I'm a mom, if my daughter's 21, why don't I want her out at this age? And I don't like thinking that way, but I have to be mature. And I feel like people in our age, they can't even sit in their spouses, in their, in their, another person's, like, seats. And they can't, and they're not even that far of age, and you can't even understand where they're coming from. Like, how immature are we going to stay in this generation for you guys to realize that it's not hard to understand another person's issues? Yeah. Problems. And I'm, I'm going to kind of take that back about our generation being immature because I've definitely seen some like 30 plus year olds mm-hmm. still oh, yeah. acting like a teenager oh, yeah. or mm-hmm. acting like a high schooler. Like, I mean, I can't... we have 60, 70, 80 year old people also acting the same way. Yeah, you know, true. immaturity knows no age, mm-hmm. but 30 does know an age. So Absolutely. People at some point will hopefully mature mm-hmm. and realize that the way they're doing certain things is not beneficial to them as a person, beneficial to them finding a partner if they want a partner, mm-hmm. and, you know, forward from that. Yeah, sometimes my dad's, like, he's, like, just off the cusp of being a boomer, and he says some things, I'm like, mm, that doesn't sound that doesn't sound too great. I think you should think about that. But, yeah. like, a lot of the time it's not worth it because, you know, their minds just aren't going to change. Absolutely. <laughs> I think also what you guys mentioned as well. Um, so do you you guys understand the reason why I have this podcast, right? Like the like the whole background mm-hmm. of it? Yeah. So not only is this, like this is more geared for Gen Z, like that is my main mm-hmm. audience. Yes. But it's more so to help our generation to be better. And I mean in ways like actually talking about situations that a lot of people may not talk because I know a lot of younger people that don't talk about marriage, that don't talk about it the right way. And I'm trying to yeah. get other people that have been in that situation or what they go through and kind of show them and lead them in a way that can help them. Um, So when we talk about things like this, whether it's like a relationship or just love is love, which is going to be the title of this, love is love, or like gay couples, I think it's very important for them to understand how different it is for everyone. And it may, yeah. and not everyone will agree with what we say, and I totally get that. I totally don't give a crap. I'm just here to give you guys <laughs> what we talk about, and if you guys right. want to take whatever we we say into consideration, fine, so be it. We are so grateful that you guys do. But for those that don't, I mean, I'm glad we were able to entertain you for this long. <laughs> yeah. um, but for the most part, yeah, I just, 
I want, like, I made this, I had to think really hard about this podcast because it was one of those things where it's like, I didn't just want to talk about lifestyle. I didn't want to talk about anything. I wanted to talk about issue, real issues that we don't know as Gen Z's that we're still learning because, le- like, learning knowledge is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Um, and we con and I feel like our knowledge is kind of like a 360. We're learning it the wrong way rather than the right way. So taking people like you guys who are in a very healthy but very new relationship but also have had your own issues and putting it onto the podcast means a lot because it shows that you are human. You go through shit, dude. But like the fact that you guys are still pushing and you're still learning and you've learned through the process and things that and issues that you were encountered they can understand and apply it in their life. And that is my whole reason why I made this podcast. And I've had a lot of people come back to me. They're like, damn, I like this. <laughs> yeah, I really liked your last episode about being young and married and having a baby. I think that was a really good episode. Oh, yeah. Actually, in fact, I wanted to ask you guys, have you ever thought about getting, a, like, adoption or anything? Like, having a kid in terms of like that? Yeah. So, so I mean, as a child that is adopted, I was oh, adopted from Russia. I was adopted from Russia. Oh. Yay, Mother Russia. I hope you're not listening. <laughs> Unless you want to and learn something. Um, but I was adopted, and as someone who was adopted, I have always wanted to adopt a child because I want to take them out of a system that does not love them and care for them. Mm-hmm. And that, for me, is a, is, it, it's a huge, huge thing for me just as, just as a person. Not even, you know, me being adopted, pushed aside, just as a person – as someone who's, uh, I have a degree in psychology and I studied a lot about um, foster care in the United States and really kind of how not great that system is and how there's so many kids that enter the system every single day. Yeah. Uh, I would love to adopt a child mm-hmm. or children. Yeah, I would too. Um, we've also, you know, we would like to have, you know, like a surrogate or something, but that's really expensive and that's not way until the future i mean like i do i think i want kids i used to really want kids and i was like "Eh, i don't really want to and then i don't know it's kind of always changed but um i tell alex like i'm kind of selfish um i kind of like put me first and then then alex then like our relationship my family but i i don't think you know even in like the next 10 years maybe i don't know Mm -hmm. um but yeah i we it's on the table for the future yeah yeah that's good. I mean, kind of have to have that conversation because you guys are married and yeah. <laughs> with, well, with COVID actually occurring, did you guys actually have any plans with each other, like traveling? Like, so <laughs> we had we had planned oh, oh, a trip yeah. to New York, but um, it was like <laughs> yeah, it was not definitely was, not going to work out. <laughs> it was not going to work out. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Corona Central. Miss, uh, yeah, Miss Quarantina in the center of New York City was not going to be a good. Um, trip but yeah i mean we wanted to i mean i've we've been wanting to go to the to the beach you know just to go to the you know whatever but um quarantine happened and then um i was unemployed for about four months which really sucked Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. but now i'm working again full-time so my schedule is all over the place but Mm -hmm. i mean yeah i i think we had we had ideas of what we wanted i mean we had a wedding that was supposed to happen um you know this month but uh you know things have changed and that's you know honestly that's i think the quarantine really has forced a lot of people to take time for themselves and Mm -hmm. like work on themselves because 
Um, I have never seen more people. Like I, I, I take walk. We take walks as a couple, but I also got by my by myself around our neighborhood, and I have never seen more people walking than I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. You know, my issue is. I don't really think about vacations because, like, I'm always like, okay, I just want to buy a new handbag or, like, right. let me go <laughs> shop online he, all the time. He's very much, like, I want to buy a nice item, and I'm like, I want to buy a nice vacation Yeah, somewhere so we have the memories and the photos and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but... we're, we're very different on that. <laughs> yeah. um, that's one thing that... <laughs> hey, you can put your handbag wherever you go traveling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And you can you can take photos at the place while he has his pan bag. So we're while well, he's holding his handbag. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess it works out, right? Right. You, you can incentivize right. him for that. You'd be like, buy you a new handbag, but then we have to go to this place, okay? Right. That's a good compromise. Uh, I'll consider that. Hey, I mean, you gotta do something, right? You gotta be in the yeah. middle. <laughs> That's how I am with my boyfriend. I'm always just like, okay, if you don't want to do this, then we'll do something that you like, but then we also do the things that I like. And it, it works out. Right. But not everyone can do it, but hopefully you guys get in your handbags. So let's hope that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but with that being said, um, do you guys actually have any pets? <laughs> I wasn't sure if I asked. No, we no. don't. Alex really wants a dog. I really, I dog. really want a dog with us, probably because... Like, my father had a ton of dogs growing up, and then when he was a single man, he had, like, five Great Danes and Ooh. stuff. Like, big dog lover. Mm-hmm. Um, he even pulled the I Have Cancer card on my mother to try and get a dog. <laughs> Didn't work. My mom's like, and? Are you going to be able to take care of it? No. So we're not getting one. Oh, yeah. That's, that's messed up. Um, but I, I, I really want a dog, but Daniel has, if we were to get a dog, Daniel has very specific I want a really small. I want like a Paris Hilton kind of in your in your bag kind of size. So Yorkie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, anything. Do you small want my dog? Because I cannot stand her. <laughs> <laughs> Is he a monster? No, she's the cutest little thing, but I just don't like her. <laughs> she's just like you know, I. I can't, I love all dogs. Don't get me wrong. Coco's more my dog. Kiki's like the little like I call her the rat dog. But she's, <laughs> she's so cute, but she just like. So, like when she opens her mouth, I'm just like, bro, shut up. <laughs> um, no offense, I love you, Tiki. If you're up here, I would pet you, but no. Anyway, <laughs> she's on the table if you want her. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but that is a. Uh, I mean, hey, like I'm. I don't. I don't know where uh, COVID's gonna ha- like. What it's gonna. Take what's us. gonna happen? Yeah, take us. What's gonna happen after that? In yeah, fact, really. also I'm gonna spill some more tea. I have a solo epi that I made that is about COVID and how I've been staying happy, what I've been doing in my time. So that'll be up soon. But yeah, it's just so Get funny. Your notifications because, on for that. Yeah, <laughs> it's just funny because the topics that we talked about are kind of the topics I had mentioned, but like you guys haven't heard from them. But it's just so interesting to see like, like what Alex said with COVID and everyone taking a step back and not really seeing. Like, realizing that there are actually a lot of people walking. Like, I see a couple people out there, and I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen you guys in my life. Right. It's crazy. I don't know if you guys ever been to Black Hills, but when COVID existed and everyone had to stay home, I've never seen Black Hills that packed in my life. Yeah, Um, there's so many cars in that parking lot. We tried going one day, and they wouldn't let us in. Because I think there were, like, too many people there Oh, my gosh, it's crazy. Yeah, it's just... I mean, there's still a good amount of people, but now with things a little bit more open, people are kind of doing their own things now. I like the thought of things being open, don't get me wrong, but I definitely would say, like, with schools coming back, 
so uh, COVID is not going to end. Thanks, thanks to you guys. Like I honestly think college should have stayed online. Definitely, college should stay online. I'm not in school, so I don't have to worry about it. We were talking about it actually at work today because we have some people I work with who have kids who are school age, and we're like, we should just cancel the school year and you know let them do things that you know will help them stay you know on level but and I, honestly because one teachers are not paid enough to deal with um a bunch of kids who are not going to wear their masks anyway and are because c- kids are not clean oh yeah they don't wash their hands enough i mean we have adults who don't wash their hands enough so <laughs> literally uh, I, I I really think that yeah no school school should have either been just fully canceled for the year or it stays strictly online but there's also like standards that have to be kept so it's fair and equi- equitable for everybody right with everything we talked about and I think that was a really good way to wrap everything up. What would you, so I have a couple of questions. I'm just going to ask them like one by one and you guys answer. So the first question I wanted to ask, um, when you do have a kid, what are some advice or words, whether they're gay or not, that you can give to them with our kind of generation and what can you take on to them for their future? (laughs) It's really interesting. (laughs) Um, Don't be afraid to ask for help. Because I think like when I grew up, I was terrified of asking for help because being raised in the family that I was where you walked in with your credentials first and then your fact that your family um, I mean it doesn't help that I'm adopted either but that's a whole nother thing but Mm -hmm. I think don't be afraid to ask for help and it doesn't mean it has to be from your parents it can be from teachers you know other people but I think for me I would say don't be afraid to ask for help um I would tell my kid, uh, the world can get very dark, but at the end of the day, you always have your two parents that are going to love you. So I don't think they need to know more than that. And if they're acting up, they're going to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. My other question is, um, what are some um, issues that you hope, especially with the LGBT, how would it be again? The B- LGBTQ. Okay. LGBTQ. Yeah, yeah the LGBTQ um, community. What advice would you give to them in terms of like where you guys are in your marriage and what you guys do to keep strong and healthy? Um, I mean, like we said, communicate regardless of gender or orientation yeah. or identity. I think communicating is the most important thing i mean communication definitely and respect oh yeah that's you it. know like i mean it's something that's like it doesn't need to be said but honestly it really does um communication respect but also that you need to love yourself before you can love other people yeah, yeah i love that you ended that with that yeah I think that's very important because, like we've mentioned before, a lot of people jump into relationships without having any values or knowledge of who they are themselves, and then they kind of... So I think one thing I really wanted to tackle was, I don't know how you guys were when you got into a relationship together, 
But when I got into my relationship with my current boyfriend, I made sure I had a lot of self-worth for myself. I was able to clean myself up in terms of like my insecurities. I spent a lot of time with myself. I spent a lot of time with God, the things that I wanted to do to help make me happy. So that when I did come with him, I knew that who he was was only him. Like it wasn't me trying to find myself being with him. And I feel like a lot of people in our generation or just older people or younger people they tend to jump into something thinking that okay i'm with someone now maybe i can find myself with them maybe i can find that love that i've been losing and i want you guys to kind of kind of talk about your like uh experience on what you guys had to go through before finding each other even like kind of not really talk about your issues on what you guys were coming when you crossed paths but how did you overcome that when you guys were came together well, I think in the beginning of our relationship, I, I, I think, I think, I think differently now than I did in the beginning because I was very like, um, I was very passive, and I think even sometimes I would just like passive aggressive too, and I guess, <laughs> and, but I would like absorb parts of him that I didn't really resonate with myself, and I thought just like, okay, Alex thinks like this. I don't necessarily agree with that, but I'm just going to, you know, go along with it. So that way I don't make things awkward. Mm -hmm. But, you know, now I'm just like, if Alex (laughs) says something, I just like, no, dude, you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think, um, because my, like, my first, my my only relationship prior to Daniel was not a healthy relationship in any means. It was um, definitely would be written in like a textbook about abusive relationship it was Mm -hmm. a horrible relationship so and then i went from that to you know the grinder skate uh grinder and all that stuff and what that does so i've always been a bigger person in terms of physicality and coming from a relationship where the person would call me fat and ugly and i have to deal with that and then go into like the hookup scene getting the same messages throughout that and then finding someone like Daniel in Daniel, um, who is like, I, you know, I'm going to love you unconditionally, no matter what you look like. Um, I think that was a really big thing for me because as someone who was told that you're not pretty, you don't, you don't deserve to be happy. Um, and then having, you know, kind of finding Daniel, um, again, you know, after a couple of years of not talking to each other, um, I think that also is why I knew as soon as I got in the car, I was like, this is the person I'm going to marry. That is so sad that I, like, okay, so coming from a girl, I, like, we girls get a lot of shit for the way we look. Like, guys are like, I want girls with big boobs. I want girls with a big ass. I want girls with, like, a hourglass body. I honestly did not know guys get that type of shit, too. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you, Loki, I was going to cry because I don't like when people give hate on things that you cannot change yourself. And even if you can change yourself, why are you going to do it because of someone else? And the fact that you found Daniel that can love you unconditionally, the fact that he stayed true to his word, honestly, is so great. Like, there are so many people that say things that say shit out of their mouth and say, I'm going to love you, but end up, like, kind of slowly trying to change you and give you these ideas like no i love you but like you can kind of do this with your body maybe you can kind of like work out 
my mom for this instant she calls me fat all the time and let me tell you i'm not fat i'm a little chubby i got some chubs i got some abs under my fat like don't worry it's there it's just, right. it's just in hibernation mode <laughs> yeah. um, but- i like to say i like to say that i have a lot of uh insulation <laughs> my boss says that he has a one pack i love that and it's it's just it's so sad that even whether you're just someone i don't really give a crap about or like someone who's really close to me the fact that the same words can still mean a lot to someone and honestly i'm so sorry that you had to go through that like i don't like no one should ever feel the way they feel when it comes to people putting hate especially towards weight like that is one of the most i would say my biggest insecurity like i'm not big i'm I'm a very small petite person but the things that my mom says she'll be like i mean when if you get a little bit if you gain a little bit more weight like you're gonna look a lot more chunkier or like your your weight on the number the weight scale number is a little too high like let's get a little bit lower like bitch you think it's easy you want me to starve myself she's like yeah yeah do that i'm like oh gosh i was like are you dumb dude and like don't get me wrong like my mom, my mom was like, she was fat when she was younger, so I get her scare for me to be that way. But like, yeah. I'm not like her because I actually do physical activity, and like, I had to grow some muscle because I tore my ACL and all this stuff. Oof. So I have quite a muscular body for a small petite girl, and it shows. But I think when it comes into terms for guys, I didn't know that that had happened. Like, a lot of girls don't realize guys get shit too. Like, I don't know if you guys, you know, on social media like TikTok, there's this thing called a, a simp simping for someone uh, yeah, yeah you know yeah and like it it's it's like this thing where when you're a guy and you simp for someone whether you're a guy you're simping for a guy or girl it's like a bad thing and it's like it's What's not it simping is like how do you it's to... like you do anything for the other person like an unconditional love but you do it in a way where it's you're being Simple so simp. you're gooey you're gooey yeah yeah like it's... let's say the guys want to go out and let's say play golf and then your girlfriend or boyfriend's like hey can you stay home and you know watch tv with me you're simping to stay home to watch yeah Yeah. and then the guy's like stopping a simp the extreme version is like i knock this mug over and then you're like i'll pick it up for you oof yeah so So, i think yeah yeah. (laughs) i think i mean i want to i do want to say like going back to your uh question about advice for the lgbtq community is we are a community that's supposed to celebrate differences and love each other no matter what. This, the issue that we have, we have seen where um, minorities and people who are differently abled and have different types of bodies and... Um, yeah, because there's a lot of, you know... Um, there's a lot of fat phobia, there's a lot of transphobia, there's a lot of xenophobia, there's a, there's a lot of, like, there's even homophobia in gay culture as well. It's like... We as a as a community, yes, like internalized homophobia. So, like you know, when you have guys, I'm I'm sure you may have heard of this mask for mask. A masculine guy is looking for a more masculine guy. Yeah, like some some guys are like more feminine guy. I don't want someone really feminine, or there's a lot. Yeah, there's body type discrimination, body type Um, race ethnicity yeah there's no, like the thing and they is, call it a preference <laughs> what people don't realize is they're like oh gay people love each other not really i mean some people do but we as a community have probably if not more issues the same issues that the general public does because mm-hmm. we we can hate we hate on each other just as much as a heterosexual hate on and us. and this is probably us projecting as well we yeah. can't speak for the whole community because yeah. like yeah to be honest, I 
don't really have that. I, I don't think I have any, you know, gay guy friends, actually. Like, all of my friends are girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, that's my own experience. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely like, in a way. So it's not good. as bad as we're making it sound. It's just right. it, what it, we have received personally. It's what, I mean, yes, what we've received, because we, Dave and I have both received different, responses on let's say grinder i mean i definitely got di- very very different responses from grinder than he did and it's also like there's in the gay community and this is something that like i was told like you need to lose weight or gain weight to find somebody who'll love you because we there are different fetishes within the gay community there's like people who like fetishize bigger people they're called uh, the people who fetishize it are called chubby chasers. We have people who um, are more into feminine people, feminine guys. Um, we have, there's individuals who uh, prefer certain races of people. It, it's really like, well, there, like, like I said, there yeah. are issues within the gay community as well that are, are a part of you know mainstream culture as well so Mm -hmm. that's crazy i mean i've definitely learned a lot from you guys like after talking to you it's just honestly it's been a pleasure meeting you alex and daniel it's been so nice catching up with you guys honestly i would say this podcast at first was a little i was a little offy but as we started (laughs) talking i definitely would say it was so heartfelt and i was able to kind of go through your journey where you guys met and kind of understand a little bit of how you guys are as a gay couple and your marriage definitely took notes on that because i will definitely take on to that i probably might have to even listen to this a couple of times um and i have to make my boyfriend listen to this so he can take some notes on this um but no i just i'm so grateful to have you guys on this again like everyone who's been on my podcast have i've learned a lot and i've definitely learned a lot with your community and just your relationships and how you guys dealt with it and just your personality in general collide so beautifully like praise to you guys on your marriage thank you congrats like what thank you for having us yeah of course i when i first started this podcast i it took me about like a month to think about what i really wanted and i had like really on and off topics and i just didn't want to be like everyone else and i didn't know there are other people that had this podcast name but i wanted to find ideas and like one of my biggest idea because my family wasn't too fond of it was gay couples and i as like on facebook facebook is more like a personal thing for family related and really really close friends and i had you on my facebook and i've watched you not to be a creep but like you know facebook you like scroll (laughs) through things and like i saw that you got married and you had a husband and you had a boyfriend and all good things had happened so i was like wait this would be such a great topic but it also be so good to hear how how much has different changed differently from when we had spoken yeah. last to now we're all 20s and having mm-hmm. this conversation honestly is kind of mind-blowing because you never think to have a conversation like this because typically you'll have this with people who are a lot older than you but older, to have, this, yeah. Yeah. have this conversation with someone who's you know our age range is is really insightful you know so it's it's been so great to have you guys so thank you so much we're just gonna end it here but thank, thank you guys yeah of course thank you so thank you guys so much for tuning in i'll see you guys in my next epi (laughs) bye guys bye bye